Good evening and welcome to another nighttime mental prayer with Shalone Kaysen. Today's topic is according to the word. And before we begin, make sure you hit the like button and the share button. Both of these options are 100% free with a money back guarantee. So please hit the like button. It only takes a moment and hit the share button, share it on Facebook or Twitter or by email. And it will really uh, even LinkedIn. If you're on LinkedIn, you can share it. It'll really help me out and it could really help someone out else out as well. And we're going to begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My God, I firmly believe that thou art everywhere present and seest all things. Cleanse my heart from all vain, wicked, and distracting thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and inflame my will, that I may pray with reverence, attention, and devotion. Give me a light to know my faults, and grant me grace to be truly sorry for my sins. And today's quote is from the first book of Kings, chapter 17, verse 16. The pot of meal wasted not, and the cruise of oil was not diminished, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke in the hand of Elias. And we're just going to reflect on this quote for a short while. Here's the quote from the first book of Kings, chapter 17, verse 16. The pot of meal wasted not, and the cruise of oil was not diminished, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke in the hand of Elias. All right, moving on to our reflection, sit quietly and consider this. How can you rely more on God's promises tomorrow? And the quote, the pot of meal wasted not and the cruise of oil was not diminished according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke in the hand of Elias. How can you rely more on God's promises tomorrow?
Here's the reflection. How can you rely more on God's promises tomorrow? And the quote, the pot of meal wasted not and the cruise of oil was not diminished according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke in the hand of Elias. How can you rely more on God's promises tomorrow? reflection when was the rather when was the last time god revealed a message to you and the quote the pot of meal wasted not and the cruise of oil was not diminished according to the word of the lord which he spoke in the hand of elias when was the last time god revealed a message to you Here's the reflection. When was the last time God revealed a message to you? And the quote, the pot of meal wasted not and the cruise of oil was not diminished according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke in the hand of Elias. When was the last time God revealed a message to you? Thanksgiving prayer. Almighty and eternal God, I adore thee and I thank thee for all the benefits which thou in thy infinite goodness and mercy has conferred upon me. And now the most important part of mental prayer, the resolution. And it is so important because it is what makes mental prayer so beneficial. We are resolving to change our lives based on these reflections and we should resolve to avoid every sin we can of course but we should especially resolve to avoid one of the seven deadly sins if you just work on one at a time in time uh, over a long time you will be able to get rid of many of the sins that you struggle with so just pick one and you can focus on that every day or you can pick one to focus on that's going to be different each day 
Uh, but if you truly are focusing on, let's say, just one of these and you're just focusing on the one you struggle the most with your whole life, you, it will really benefit you and you will be able to become a saint if you say, if gluttony is your issue, I'm going to focus on gluttony. God help me with gluttony and everything I do, I'm going to try my best through the power of Jesus Christ to uh, get this gluttony out of my life. What you won't even notice is that these seven deadly sins are connected. So by avoiding gluttony, the overindulgence of food, you will also lean more towards indulging less in material things in general because you're like, start thinking, man, I don't eat food so much uh, as I do eat all the time. And then you start thinking, well, I don't need all these material things so much. And then you will have less wrath because you'll be less angry, less irritable because you won't be eating as much and you're just digesting all the time and the gases and bubbles are, are going, you know, the processes of the body, you know, you, you will have more time for your mind to work properly. So you'll be less angry with people. You could potentially be less envious because you see somebody with that food over there and you're not thinking, man, I wish I had a burger. I wish I had this or that, or I wish I could get as much food as they did. So just from avoiding gluttony, now you've avoided envy less. Certain foods excite the passions. So you could have less lust because you're less gluttonous because you've been eating less of the things you shouldn't. So all these seven deadly sins are connected by working on one. You work on them all. So you can pick one and say, I'm just going to work on this one this year or just going to work on this one for this month. Or you could switch it up every day. It really doesn't matter as long as every single day you're thinking about the sins you commit, asking God to forgive you for them and um, promising that you won't do them again and you will avoid uh, what is called the near occasion of sin. So, for example, if you have a problem with gluttony, the near occasion would be having the biscuits, having the brownies in your house. Let's say you're trying to avoid gluttony. Let me just give those brownies away and then they won't be a near occasion for sin. I won't even have to look at them. All right. So I would suggest that if you're doing a different seven deadly sin every day, Today, you could choose to avoid greed, uh, that is materialism, because God will provide. So we don't have to worry about what we have or how um, good it is based on our own determination. We take what God has given us and make it the best we can. Sometimes we're given a really bad situation, but everything, absolutely everything is good because it was created by God. And the definition of something that is bad or evil is the absence of God. But think about this for a second. If God could take the worst thing in human history, the uh, passion, the punishment, the torture and death of his son and use it for good, don't you think that he can take something less evil and use it for good? Something like you getting into a car accident. Can't God use that for good? If he could use his son being whipped, if he could use his son being punched and spat on and disgraced and joked and mocked, if he can use that for good, can't he use that you got fired from your job for good? Can he use that your... Um, that you had a miscarriage for good, for example. I know that's a touchy 
subject, but uh, my wife had a miscarriage. It was devastating, but God allows every evil, which is just the absence of God. But he is perfectly good. He is good itself. So he only can allow evil, which is just an absence of himself, if it good can come from it. If no good could come from it, then there would be no reason for God to allow it. And we know for a fact that good can come out of evil because Jesus Christ himself suffered the worst evils that human beings could come up with. And God turned that for our good. So even a miscarriage, even a child's death, even the death of a, a family member. For example, uh, my sister died uh, when she was quite young. But there's some good that God brought out of that. I, my wife had the miscarriage. There was some good that God brought out of that. Are these things sad? Yes. Even Jesus wept. Jesus wept over Lazarus and maybe other times that they didn't talk about because, you know, there was only a certain amount of space they could put on a scrolls and scrolls were expensive. So they didn't talk about every single thing that God did. We don't know how many times Jesus cried over something, but we know that he cried over Lazarus. So we can cry over the th these things. We can be sad, but we need to remember at the end of the day that it is God that makes good out of everything. And, and it's easy to forget because these bad things really hit us hard. But if we remember, we will have more peace. And I don't want to go on too long about that. I mean, I always do. I always go on way too long about these topics. Maybe I'll have to make a separate show, uh, Shalom's thoughts on random things. I don't know, but I really want to focus more on the mental prayer and just add a little sprinkling, a little dash of kind of my reflections that I like the words that came to me while I was reflecting because it might help someone else. And people have commented and said that it does help them. I appreciate that. But also, like I said, sometimes if I'm going on too long, leave me a comment. Let me know if I can make it more succinct um, or talk a little less. If that will be more beneficial for you. Hey, leave a comment and let me know. Moving on to our resolution and night prayer. My God, I offer thee these resolutions unless thou deignest to bless them. I cannot be faithful to them and visit. We beseech thee, O Lord, this habitation and drive far from it all the snares of the enemy. Let thy holy angels dwell herein to keep us in peace. And may thy blessing be always upon us through our Lord Jesus Christ, thy son, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you and God bless. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell and share. If you are on iTunes, leave me a review. That will really help share the podcast. Follow me on social media at ShalomCason1. Go to SDKason.com for daily meditations, Catholic quotes, a shop which has posters, stickers, shirts and more and prayer books. Until next time, stay holy, my friends.